on this week's episode of Dinner with Pop. There were not one but two bad Game 7s on Sunday. Isaac and Reed discussed them. What happened? Maybe this is getting into the meat of the podcast, but we could start with um, with Patrick Beverly. Oh, yeah. I was going to suggest that anyway. Okay. Did you watch the clip? I did watch the clip. I even showed Camille the clip maybe like an hour ago because I saw it this morning. I saw on Twitter this morning that Patrick Beverly was trending and uh, I someone told me about it. And then I thought, OK, that's fine. I don't really care about what, what Patrick Beverly is doing right now anyway. But then I saw the clip. And uh, do you want to explain what the clip is? Yeah. So it's Patrick Beverly like adamantly explaining to Stephen A. Smith that no one is afraid of Chris Paul. Like mm-hmm. Chris Paul can't guard anyone. And he compares Chris Paul to one of the little cones that they put out in practice to like work on their handling and like dribbling around things. Cause uh, he says, he asks Stephen Smith, what do the cones do? And Stephen Smith says, they stay still. And he's like, exactly. Yeah. Pretty, pretty brutal. Brutal. That so whole... like, Go so ahead. like, no one was afraid of the Suns. No. Yeah. I don't know. He, like one, it's, it's like a long clip. Yeah. It's like a whole like two minutes or something, but I, I don't believe that people weren't afraid of the Suns. I do think that the Suns were like, um, I mean, they had the they most won 62 wins. games. Yeah. 63, 64. Whoa. Yeah. Nintendo. They won 64 games and it seems like that they were like the favorites to win the title anyway. And so for, for Patrick Beverly to say this and Patrick Beverly has made like a pretty, like he's done this now in the past where he, um, really likes to talk a lot of shit also last time we saw chris paul and patrick beverly in the playoffs uh it ended up with the uh final game in the western conference finals where patrick beverly was ejected for pushing chris paul from the back oh right i remember that do we do an episode on that i don't know at this point but yeah he like it seems like those two do not like each other they're also traded for each other in houston and the houston rockets and the clippers trade yeah and there's just history between those two guys and um you know, just another uh, the timing of it all, which I guess we'll get into pretty soon, um, is rough. It's, it's it's rough stuff because Chris Paul's already so down right now. I know and hurt, but it's still very funny. I think Patrick Beverly is. I don't know if he's funny. I don't know if he's like telling jokes, but he's like so he no. goes so hard against him. That I I found it very funny, and he also at one point calls Stephen A. Smith Steve, which <laughs> is that true? Yeah, is that I when he said? Was, I thought that was very funny. Is that when he, he was like, "They're they're no, no one's honest with you, Steve, Steve." Yeah, something just, like that. He's like, "Come on, Steve," or something. I don't know. That's very um, good. Worth watching the clip. Yeah, watch the clip if you have the internet. If not, then uh, we did I didn't a pretty have the good job last of, night. Oh yeah, which so is why we're recording, recording this podcast. One day late on a monday 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 welcome to the dinner with pop the podcast where we two friends learn everything we can about the past present and future of basketball in order to impress our dream dinner date food and wine connoisseur and five-time nba champ coach greg popovich the winningest coach in nba history i'm reed o'connor this is my co-host isaac benavides hello friend reed hello 
about that feel uh, e- eagle-eared listeners will uh notice an, a small change in the intro oh, it feels great we're friends man we're friends friends first basketball fans maybe fifth <laughs> yeah we're friends first we're probably like um alex garland movie goers second mm-hmm. uh we're men also in theaters this weekend men in theaters uh we're also food oh. lovers food lovers we're Dinner's also the first word in the title we're also um friends who lend each other um drills for drills hats hats it's kind of a one-way street uh, isaac lends me things <laughs> and gives well, isaac has my game boy it's true i do have your game boy all right it's a two-way street <laughs> and then after that it's basketball fans um folks we've had our podcast after a fancy dinner we uh but we're we're going straight into the main course today. Today we're talking about two disappointing game sevens that happened yesterday. And uh now the tables are set for the conference finals. Ooh, yeah. Does it feel like these conference finals have gotten here fairly quickly or does it feel like it's been forever? It feels it feels quick to me. Maybe it's because we're covering it on the podcast like it feels like I like a week-to-week type of thing where yeah i don't know it says like on the uh the ticker on espn it says the finals are supposed to start in june 2nd or something like that and that feels forever away yeah that's like but it's two weeks more or less crazy Um, time for time for both series to go to seven time enough for both series to go to seven yeah so basically which is a great segue Mm mm-hmm we had two series go to seven, and they both sucked ass. <laughs> yeah. They, One more than the other. The Celtics-Bucks game was closed for a long time, and then just in the fourth, the Celtics ran away with it. Maybe the second half. Oh, yeah. Second half for sure. But uh, I'm, I'm happy the Celtics won. That was one where I was like, going to be happy either way. I'm I'm happy the Celtics won. I like the Celtics team. It's fun to see them uh, succeed. It's uh, terrible to see Bill Clinton's happy, but... I'd say it's a lot of their fan base. Bill is a lot of their no. I, I, I like, would say that, I, I would say no, no, no. I would say a lot of their fan base is uh, very. Uh, it's more on the toxic end. Oh, sure, fair. But uh, I know, I know you have like a stake in this now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so like, the, there are some great Celtics fans. I've just Boston met, I've is just, in my blood. You know what I mean? I've met some Celtics fans that were uh, very annoying to me. Boston sports fans, they, their reputation precedes them, and I think they know that. I mean, yeah, you, you can't go around calling, your, calling yourself mass holes and um, not know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, they're somewhat self-aware. Um, but the Celtics team, I will admit, is very, they're very good. They have a former spur on the team. We love to see that. And so uh, I'm sure Greg Popovich is happy to see that Derek White, formerly of the Spurs, is uh, bricking three-pointers left and right all over game sevens. But not losing confidence ever, but still uh, doing his thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's just his thing. He's a volume guy. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it it works. Sometimes uh, taking lots of shots works, and sometimes it turns out terribly, which segues uh, decently. We don't have to be done talking about the Celtics. But um, the Phoenix Suns shot like ass, scored only 27 points in the first half of the game yesterday. 
and ended up losing by an amount that I don't know because I turned off the game before the end. I think it ended up being like 23 or something like that, but it was at one point I was seriously questioning if they were going to get past 50 points scoring total. They did eventually, but um, it was super bleak. um, Dallas was up by 40. Mm -hmm. 40 goddamn points. And this is a, they're both professional level teams. This is not like, I don't know. Uh, Dallas wasn't playing against like St. Mary's University or something. Oh, yeah. Hey, do you think, let's say you're on the Phoenix Suns and you're, like, you're one of the bench players. Do you think during garbage time, which garbage time ended up being at the second half? The whole pretty game. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, the whole game was actually pretty more. Um, it was crazy. They had. Two minutes left in the game or something. I did watch. I guess I watched most of it. They had a significant amount of time left in the game. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of... No, I'm thinking of Bucks celtics Never mind. Bucks celtics They probably threw in the towel much earlier on Phoenix. But I thought it was like wild Bucks celtics Like two minutes left in the game. The Bucks like sat their starters. Yeah, they, they sat them out. And they're like, well, it's over. And I was like, that's crazy. I guess I can never do... I still think with two minutes left, I'm like, well, they could just go on a crazy run right here. But... <laughs> Down by like 20 I, I remember the 2017 NBA Finals when LeBron set out with like maybe like four to six minutes or something like that in the last game. They're about to be swept, and LeBron just like sat out and said bye to everybody, and then said bye to Cleveland, and that was the end of that. But this game, oh, actually, what I was going to ask you was, do you think at the end of the bench, let's say you're a bench player, mm-hmm. do you think that um, how many points do you think you would have scored in that like garbage time? Do you think you could have scored in that time? Do you think you would have gone as cold as the rest of the Phoenix Suns team? Or do you think you could have at least uh, given them a fake run? I think I, w- I would have sc- dropped 50 on them. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, is this a real scenario? Or like I have the skill level of a bench level bench you, player? No, no, no. You were Reed O'Connor. You are yourself. I don't know. I could score maybe two. Maybe. Depending that's, on how hard Dallas is. That's, that's way me. closer to DeAndre Ayton's box score, which is five points. It's so wild. Yeah, so yeah, so about both game sevens, which people were really looking forward to because the Phoenix and uh, Mavs and series yeah, was pretty good. And then also Celtics Bucks was like really tight. Yeah. And you put it nicely in the group chat with Catherine that you were like excited for the day. And I was too. I was exhausted yesterday coming back from. I was in Tucson for my brother's graduation. Came back. We had a 6.50 a.m. flight out of Tucson. So we had to get up at like 4 to get to the airport. And I went to bed at like 12.30. So I had no sleep. (laughs) Just felt like shit yesterday. I thought I had COVID. I took a test. It was just that I hadn't slept. (laughs) But I was like, you know, at least I can chill and watch basketball. And just both games were so disappointing that they kind of made me feel worse. Yeah. Both games were pretty bad. It was a bad look for the NBA, especially because the NHL playoffs, which happen literally every six months, I feel like um, they all had game sevens. Yes. Hockey's just like, it's like a winter sport, but it seems like it's always on. I guess people probably feel this way about baseball too. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel like baseball is like a very select window. But I guess, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't know anything about hockey. Anyway, both both uh, game sevens were pieces of shit games. Uh, I really question whether or not I want to continue talking about basketball. There's <laughs> <I know, laughs> yeah, not a lot to say. I you know. Want to yeah. Talk about food. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had tri tip for dinner today. Damn, where where from? Uh, Camille made it. Oh wow, cool. Yeah, I made tri tip. How'd you make it? <laughs> Man, you're gonna have to ask her. 
Texture right. right now. Okay. <laughs> you want me to? No. All right. Don't talk to her. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, so now we have the we have the um, conference, conference final cells set. We got Dallas boo against the Warriors, and we got the Celtics against the Heat. Mm-hmm. Let's just re- let's just really quickly just between you and me, uh, just say who we think is going to get into the finals. You first. So what we want or what we think is going to no, happen? No, no, no. What, what you think is going to happen. With no joy in <laughs> saying this, I think it's going to be Dallas against the Celtics. Ooh. The no joy part is with Dallas. regards to Dallas. Um, I'm going to say I think the Celtics are going to I think the Celtics are going to sweep the Heat. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Say more. The The Miami Heat have had like a cakewalk this entire time. It seems like it, right? They played like a shitty Hawks team that barely got there from the playing tournament. And they played another shitty uh, Sixers team, which um, uh, James Harden, man. The wheels are falling off in Philadelphia. I mean, Danny Green tore his ACL. Joel Embiid had a broken face and had like a ripped ligament in his thumb. And then James, James Harden, Harden show up. disappeared again. Mm-hmm. Um, had like one game in that series. Yeah. So that was good. So we talked about last week. My claim that James Harden doesn't want to win at basketball is still holding up pretty well, actually. I think it's something like, I don't know. He says, that he says it's, an injury. Like, it's, it's an injury he's recovering oh, okay. from. I, I mean, but he also scored 35 one game. He just wasn't injured in that game. <laughs> I mean, I, I, think don't know, I don't know. I think the pressure or something. I don't know. Once again, I'm trying to like psychoanalyze these players. Yeah. Um, from from my couch. I mean, I'm in a desk chair right now. But. I think it's actually braver to say that he's afraid of uh, the competition. <laughs> I think because everyone. I, don't, I, I think. I think. Because <sighs> I think he's a good basketball player. I think Definitely. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he's bad, and I don't think he wants to lose. Because I think that's no, absurd. No, no. That's absurd to say. So I think what's the either he's injured, he's he's telling the truth and he's injured, or it's just like a, it's a pressure thing, and he's like he knows that all eyes are on him, and people are like he wants the ring that he feels is owed to him or he has earned, and yeah, I mean I don't know he. he... I don't know. I feel bad for the guy because he couldn't do it in Houston, and that was probably his best opportunity to do it. And he's not gonna. I don't see it and happening. The strip clubs aren't as good as well in Philadelphia. <laughs> Maybe he needs Let's the, get the energy him to my Miami. Maybe the the COVID restrictions at the strip clubs has made it so he can't get that strip club energy that he needs. Is Houston like a big strip club place? Oh yeah. Is Have it I really? One? No, but it, yeah. I mean, why do you think Drake likes it so much? Does Drake like? Oh, I guess Drake, Drake claims Houston. Drake loves Houston. There was just yeah. an article in Texas Monthly about it. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't read it. Cool. I just saw a tweet. <laughs> so go check that out. Good publication. Uh, um. Yeah, I think the Celtics are gonna win. I don't know if they're gonna actually sweep them. But I don't. I think. Oh, they might go five games. I don't know. I I really don't believe in heat culture. Hashtag heat culture. Hashtag heat culture. I don't really. I don't know. I don't know, Jim, man. You don't the, think Jimmy the, Butler's got it? This Celtics team just looks too good. They're very good. I mean, you, you don't even have to be like um, the, a basketball I mean, analyst that, to know that 
they just look better. Not, they like I'm outscored not. the Bucks by like twenty something in a game seven. I think that's like that's one. I think that we can say that says something about their skill. They came back from like a devastating win where like Giannis and like Drew Holiday like gave like Giannis was bleeding in the face and then Drew like stripped Marcus Smart and stuff twice. Giannis is arguably the best player in the NBA. Oh, I wouldn't even say argue, but I think he is the best player in the NBA. Celtics beat him. They did. That's mm-hmm. a good team. It's a good team. That's going to be, uh, you know, I can't tell if I'm going to be happy that the Celtics, Celtics are going to become the most winningest NBA franchise again. Because right now they're tied with the Lakers at 17 championships apiece. I mean, and, I, think uh, I, I like, um, I don't know. Lakers fans annoy me more than Boston fans, but I feel like it's just because I, I see them more. They're around more. Uh, I'll say this about Celtics fans. I feel like they're less fair weather. I feel like they're less fair weather fans than yes. Lakers fans are. Yes, I think that's very true. I think the, the LA sports community is like very, what have you done for me lately? Whereas Boston is like, fucking love this team i hate them because they haven't won a championship but i love them you yeah I mean? you got to respect a fan base like that yeah i don't care how like toxic they are i think i think a sports fandom you got to ride the ship mm-hmm. and uh, boston does that anyway yeah. no, no, enough about that series i have nothing else to say about the uh series itself jason tatum is really good at basketball i heard of him have you heard of him? He has a knee tattoo. He only wears one knee sleeve. I mean, come on. Jason Tatum. I don't get, man, that I feel like I'm entering like a like a phase in my basketball podcasting life where I'm gonna be just giving more opinions that are less basketball related and more aesthetic related. I can't That's stand fine. Jason Tatum's just... tattoos and his knees. <laughs> I think I'm I've gotta lean more into uh to random bullshit than X's and O's, like like James Harden's strip club energy. That's yeah. my this is my new niche. We don't play basketball. No, we don't know anything. You're not listening to our, this podcast for in depth analysis. Thank you for listening. A, B. You're listening. We're just here to have a good time and learn more about basketball. You're listening to this podcast because both of our voices combined are sexy. A S M R. As sexy men reading their thoughts i would love uh for jimmy butler to get to the finals just so we can get more jimmy jimmy butler michelob ultra commercials where he's singing hootie and the blowfish because i feel like he's kind of uh like a nerd like that i feel like he's kind of like lame yeah i love it but we won't get it we're gonna see some like other stuff anyway moving on to the western conference if you're okay with that yeah absolutely i just want real quick while we're talking about aesthetics i wanted to um shout out marcus smart's green hair Okay, moving on. A lot of green in that series. I kind of liked it. I like the green hair. It's uh, The green is good for all the weed smokers in the house. <laughs> <laughs> you think... Do uh, you think this was called the Ganja series? Do you think well, the we, gra- we should have been calling it that. <laughs> Do you think the Grateful Dead performed the national anthem before every game for this uh, series? Dude. A... Since Jerry's death, they haven't performed as Grateful Dead. They could perform as Dead and Co. B. No, but that'd be sick. Shout out to all the deadheads out there. 
This one, this one goes out to my brother, biggest deadhead I know personally. <laughs> That's good that you tell me about this uh, Jerry Garcia thing and the dead, the dead and co thing. Wait, hold up, real quick. We're talking about the subjects, talking about the dead. Have you seen these? Have I shown you these? What is this? Reed has gone off screen, listener, and he is gone. Whoa, he's pulled out a. Oh, what the hell? He's pulled out a photo of. What the hell is this? This Bill is a Walton. Bill Walton signed photo of Bill Walton and Kareem. Are these real? Yes. These are what? signed photos of Bill Walton. What the fuck are these? They were given to me by a friend of mine. One of them's for you. At least one of them. Oh, nice. They were from. Uh, he gave like just a ton to a charity auction and they did auction some off. They made a lot of money off of them. They like for whatever reason, the auction was over. And I I can't name my source, but now I have some uh, leftover Bill Walton. Well, photograph. this is like sports memorabilia. Like you can frame this and put it up somewhere. This is going I want to put it. I want to put it up. I just brushed against the microphone. So I want to say it again. Yeah, I want to put it up um, like above my computer where I record. Anyway, Man. Bill Walton, notorious deadhead. Uh, I previously didn't know he was a white guy uh, on a previous episode <laughs> of this podcast. And now I have multiple signed photos of him. They're cool, man. That, that's really fun. Uh, that's gonna one's be for the, you if you want one. Oh, for sure. That's going to be in the office for sure. Thank you so but much, man. Shouts out Celtics. Shout out, shouts out the Grateful Dead. Shouts out Bill Walton. Hey, and if you're listening to the pod, if you leave us a review, we'll send you all of these. <laughs> Legitimately, sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that. Uh, Bill Walton, I love his energy. I love, uh, I love any type of like... Uh, Give me somebody with personality. They were recently talking about um, on John Mulaney was on Conan O'Brien's podcast. These are two up and coming um, comedians that I want to shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should check out Conan O'Brien's podcast. He's uh, he's this young comedian from Boston. Um, I really think he's he's got a future in the business. Uh, and then John Mulaney, he wears suits a lot. He's also young. Um, he's had, he's had some troubles recently, but it was, so it's really good to give him some support. So these are two. Anyway, they they were talking on on Conan's podcast about Bill Walton and um, John Mulaney was doing an impression of him. It was funny. That's it <laughs> at the end. Hey, we can move on. You got to cut that one out, dude. Just no, I'm leaving we, it. We, we, don't, we don't talk about other podcasts on this podcast. We don't talk about Bill's podcast, but we we can talk about up and coming uh, comedians' podcast. Um, speaking of personality, that I I've got oodles. Luka Doncic, hate him. <laughs> Um, I was driving home from work today and in Los Angeles, you know, you have to drive pretty long miles to get to work. Sometimes I have to drive it pretty far. It's actually not even that long of a distance. I just have to drive a lot. And on my drive back home, I was thinking, why do I hate the Dallas Mavericks so much? Why do I dislike Luca so much? And I thought about it further and further. And it's because he's foreign. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Uh, now, I I think I don't actually hate Luka Doncic. I think I just see my future as a Spurs fan when I look at him. And I know he's going to piss me off for years and years. And that is really upsetting to me because I really can't stand like a guy who like knows he's a piece of shit. 
and when he like scores on your team he like smiles every time and he like winks at people and then he's just always complaining about stuff and then he just always like he has like he, he has a shit eating grin when i i can't stand it and you know if like if he gets to the finals which is a possibility he's gonna, a he's, high he's, possibility he's gonna be doing this all of the time he's gonna do this to draymond green and it's gonna draymond green's gonna draymond green will knock his teeth out well we'll see patrick beverly would have done it for sure i mean draymond green i don't know um take him in the balls a more patented draymond green move yeah i guess i i don't there's former Spurs on this Mavs team. I don't I know. Just can't, I don't know. I can't. I think here's the thing, and we are like sort of you alluded to on earlier. Uh, very aesthetics driven basketball fans. Mm-hmm. At least I am. I'm probably more aesthetics driven as a basketball fan than you are. Um, can't get behind the Mavericks whole deal at all. <laughs> And uh, also Luca at all, and I think maybe it's because he's on the Mavericks. I don't know. Mark Cuban is also annoying. I don't want it, like, I, even though he's like, he does good things supposedly, like somewhat politically. Like he didn't like Trump. Um, he's also a billionaire, and that just sucks ass. And I don't want to like a billionaire to want me to like him like same with elon musk elon musk is like like me and i'm like shut the fuck up who cares just go sit in your castle with billions of dollars same with mark cuban own a basketball team but like i don't want to know who you are mark cuban is out there at the games wearing t-shirts because he wants you to believe that he's exactly like you are no yeah i don't know just like go away or like go sit in the box uh, or (laughs) Same with Balmer. I don't care about Balmer. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about I, I any think... NBA NBA owners. I like why I should know who you are because I want to know. I don't know. You should be accountable for your billions and stuff, but I don't want you to be a a, a character. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, we we should we shouldn't have to know who you are. You could be eating like gold plated wagyu beef. In some shady box, which I hear in the stadium, I'm sure it's delicious. But I don't sit on the court. I don't. I don't care. I don't care about Shark Tank. Whoa, 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 whoa! But if Mark Cuban wants to invest fifty million, or what if how much? I don't know how Shark Tank works. But if he wants to invest in our podcast, I'll take it. Oh, no doubt. Um, Cut the check, Mark Cuban. I don't want to see these um, these owners of the teams. Does that make any sense? I don't know. I'm tired. It, no, it, <laughs> it, it makes sense. Like I was saying, I think it's all aesthetics, honestly. Yeah, that's probably what it is. It's all they aesthetics. Don't really it's have that much ill will towards the city of Dallas. That's kind of a meme for me, a private meme. A meme <laughs> that one person makes is just a joke. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about the city of Dallas. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. Yeah, me neither. Like, my my Dallas, like, affiliations end at the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, and, like, friends of mine who are from Dallas. 
I don't have any Dallas friends. Whoa. But, um, I don't know. I really, I hate seeing the Dallas Mavericks logo. Here, okay, here's what it is. I'm an illustrator. I'm a, I, I, I do art. I mm-hmm. don't like the aesthetics. I think the aesthetics were, I think the visual, I don't know. It just looks so generic. One, maybe in the off season we got to do like a, a, a ranking of the aesthetics or we just got to start our Twitch show. Oh, yeah. Let's pivot to that, shall we? Um, Cancel podcast, pivot to Twitch. I would love that. We'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any do you have any notes on Golden State at all? I like them. Steph Curry. Um, Steph Curry shoots the three a lot. Yeah. So um, I've heard. You might have heard of that. I've uh, not, Clay, I've not seen it. Uh, Clay Thompson is his brother. Uh, <laughs> their dad is um, Mr. Splash. Um, uh, Jordan Poole is also there. Draymond Green, he's big. Um, uh, best friends with him. You know, Draymond Green records a podcast after every game. Is he or really? He, or, or he's doing like a podcast like after the games are over, and he's like just doing pods, and he's like recapping like games that happened in the series, and then he's recapping his own games. Like Draymond after Green, the- we're gonna be seeing him on TV or in podcasts for like a long time after he retires. I think. Well, he's he's taking over charles barkley's spot probably oh really is that true well he he's he's like signed to tnt oh i had no idea yeah he he, he like signed a contract like maybe like like six months ago or something like that and he was is barkley on his way out in the next two years he says wow yeah and so you, you are going to be seeing draymond green a lot more i'll miss barkley he, he's very smart draymond no, yeah, I like Draymond a lot. I had more than my crack earlier about him knocking uh, teeth out was because he's uh, hit multiple people in the balls. <laughs> yeah, he's kicked Steven Adams in the balls multiple times, I feel like. And he like, punched LeBron in the nuts, and then yeah. that's, that's why I, they I lost the championship. They should have just started with balls. I ended up at balls. but Balls or nuts? <laughs> I say balls. Let's I've get said, into this. I've said, I've said nuts twice. Uh, now it's time for a little dessert. Balls or nuts? <laughs> Hmm. 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 Balls for me. I think I'm sticking with nuts. Nuts might be funnier. <laughs> there's something about there's something about like um. Oh, with nuts. <laughs> yeah, you, you, I feel like it's like less. Uh, it's more approachable to say, "Oh my nuts." What about beans? Hit them with like- beans. I like beans better. Beans seems a little bit more. Um, I'm gonna go I, back and dub over every instance in this episode and say beans. You should I'm dub not. over it and just uh, bleep all of it out. You're not. You're not it's doing a lot any, more editing. You're, you're not doing. Than, you're not doing. And, and I did say Bill's <laughs> name twice, so I do have to go now three times. Go and edit, bleep all those. But um, um <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, it's nuts and beans, like my coffee beans or my coffee nuts. <laughs> pistachios uh okay yeah so golden state is gonna i think this i don't is know gonna... do they have can they beat luca it feels like to me golden they, state feels I, I like worn down kind of you think they can i think they can beat luca okay i hope so i hope i'm wrong about dallas winning this dallas dallas boston is that enticing at all no 
I like I like the Warriors on the West Coast. Like I like a West Coast East Coast thing. That's yeah. more like exciting narrative to me than than Dallas because once I did, all the aesthetics are better. Also, what about um what about Miami Golden State? I'm into it. Miami versus like the Bay's is a fun city versus city narrative because Miami's full of tech shit heels, mostly like crypto bros and. Uh, <laughs> So is San Francisco. Mm. Oh man, we're gonna get so many crypto ads during. If oh they have, yeah, you kidding me? Binance. If, if they have, uh, if we have Miami Gold State, FTX Arena. Just in that FTX ad. Yeah. Ooh. People were saying this like is rigged. No, oh, whoa. Is it? Maybe. Let's call up Scott Foster. Let's get Scott Foster on the line. Why Scott Foster? I don't know. He's a ref. <laughs> it's one ref I know by name. Tony Tony Brothers. Tony Brothers. That's <laughs> Tony pretty... Brothers has the best name maybe in the world. Yeah. He has, a, he has the mustache, right? I think so. And he also has um, a name that's like a, a group. The Tony Brothers. The Tony Brothers. <laughs> you know the Splash Brothers? Here's the Tony Brothers. It's just like two... <laughs> It's just two Tonys. <laughs> one mustached, one without the mustache. Our father named us both Tony. <laughs> I think my I think I think my dad liked me more. Tony. That's why I have this mustache. <laughs> he left me a mustache. He, he gave me this mustache. <laughs> he gave me his mustache. <laughs> in his will. Man, I hate you, Tony. <laughs> Tony. Tony Brothers. <laughs> Tony on Brothers. the line we got Tony Brothers. <laughs> let's call let's let's call Tony Brothers really quick. Laser hypothetical. Let's get Tony Brothers on the line. Hello. You have reached the phone number. <laughs> the number you, you, has dialed. Cannot be reached. <laughs> <laughs> you have reached the number of Tony Brother One. Um, <laughs> it's also like a voice looking, machine. And <laughs> if you're looking for Tony Brother Two, <laughs> please press two. If you're looking for Scott Foster, hang up and call Scott Foster. <laughs> um, well, that's basketball. That's how we should end the show every week. Well, <laughs> that is that is how we should. Have. <laughs> that was another week of basketball. That was basketball, folks. Um, but really, do you got anything else you want to say? Like we could just we could cut, we could wrap it up here. Yeah, we, got, we got the series start starting soon. When do they start? Actually, tomorrow. Oh wow! Tomorrow is uh, Boston, Miami. Let's go. Tomorrow being September seventeenth, September. No. May 17th. October. October 17th. Season starting. <laughs> season yeah. starting. The Welcome rematch. To season two of Dinner with Pop. Um, yeah. I'm losing it. Um, starting tomorrow, Tuesday. This podcast might come out tomorrow, might come out Wednesday. Who knows? Thanks for listening, everybody. It's been a pleasure serving you tonight. This hot, fresh episode of Dinner with Pop. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review on your podcast platform of choosing. If you didn't like it, you can just text me and be like, Reed, you didn't have it this week. You lost your fastball. I'm unsubscribing. And I'll be like, thank you. I appreciate the direct feedback instead of tanking our reviews. So once again, that's our policy. Good reviews only here. Um, you leave us a good review. Maybe I'll send you a picture of Bill Walton. Shout out Baxter Holmes, writer of the ESPN article, Michelin restaurants and fabulous wines inside the secret team dinners that have built the Spurs dynasty. Isaac, you got anything else you want to say? No, but in the words of uh, Tony Brothers, beep, that's a foul. <laughs> he does do that. <laughs> Thanks, Tony Brothers. All right, bye, everyone. That's basketball.